Or oh, like a what? We don't got no game because it's only us two here. We could have played the game. I would have smashed her ass though because I would have been looking at the answers. <laughs> true that would have been cool. That's true that. True that. Bianca Brown is out on us this weekend. She's somewhere being um, loose. Loose as a goose. Uninhibited. Mm, probably topless. Top, topless? I don't know. I, I did see her on the beach. Did you see her on the beach? <laughs> I saw her on the beach. <laughs> She's on the beach with this girl. I'm like, oh, what's going on here, she, man? Oh, I know B out there wilding. I know she out there wilding. We should phone her in. <laughs> yeah, I think she she out there. I see her eating a lot of vegetables. So, oh, she definitely out there. She been conserved. She's trying to too? keep it tight out there. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to keep it tight. But I didn't know. know. I didn't know she was gonna be gone. Man, she told me last week. She did. It was it was uh, like late. Oh, so okay. we didn't get a chance to do two shows, like do a spare show. She's been traveling a little bit lately. Yeah. I think she got a sugar daddy in her life. Maybe so. She's been bouncing. I think it is. I think she's one of them girls, you see them chicks that they be like suddenly, like sudden travel. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't see nobody with them. She always be like, she always be like, oh, this is for my job. <laughs> yeah. Your job, all right. Do your job ain't sending you to California. <laughs> your job is local. That's the only right. thing they doing is handling local shit. Why are you in California? <laughs> nah, but shout out to B. We miss you. We want you back. And shout out to the sugar daddies. <laughs> yeah, whatever sugar daddy. Uh, is it sugar mamas out there? <laughs> it's sugar mamas out here. Sugar mamas are weird though, man. I've they met are. a few sugar mamas. Them motherfuckers is weird. You don't really want. You don't really like them. Nah, like they're not the type that you would want to. You know what I mean? Like uh, plunge. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. You don't want. You don't want to put your plunger in that one. It's kind of like, you know what? What's crazy about niggas though? Niggas will sit here and hit anything, man. But then so, when it come with old ass white women, it's just like, uh, nah, I can't. Do how this. are we talking? We talking wrinkly skin? You know, you know, white women they get old fast. So you know, right there in the forties, but yeah, thirty nine, forty. Yeah. Yeah. It like all fall apart. Yeah. But I tell you, I had this black sugar mom. Well, she could have been my sugar mom, but I wouldn't go all the way through with it. But I felt like a bitch for not doing it. Dang, why? I was, this was like five years ago, so I'm like 37. Mm-hmm. She was like 56. Mm. Like had had that paper. Mm, she had grandbabies. She had grandbabies. And they Wrong was like, grandbabies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they was like in the house. And then it was like, oh, uh, cause, yeah, because I was staying there for a minute. Crazy. Wow. Bro, crazy situation. I broke up with my ex. Well, uh-huh. she broke up with my ass. <laughs> Left your ass. Kicked my ass out. See ya. Yeah, kick me the fuck out. You so, had to get on your feet. Yeah, and the crazy part about it is, like, this shit came out of nowhere. Like, she inboxed me. She knew me from Facebook. Uh-huh. So she was like, um, I see you going through something. Come over and holler at me. Mm. And, I, and I went over there. I ain't had nothing else to do. I had just got kicked out. So I, I so I stopped by. <laughs> you stopped by? Yeah, me and a, uh, me and a homeboy went. Uh-huh. And uh, next thing you know, I'm living there for like six months. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> she right? She invited me to stay. What? Bro, she was kind of using me as like a, as like an errand boy. It's like a like a. She wanted to use me as a sex toy though. Oh, I swear to God, bro, she was like, like she would just feed me good. Like uh-huh. she just, you know, what I mean, putting a little money in my pocket. I was uh-huh. fucked up. I was fucked up for like six months. My Damn. grandma had just died. My girlfriend Damn. had just kicked me out the house, so I was like feeling like shit. Yeah, it was like whatever I wanted to do. She had a couple of nice cars in the driveway. It's so like you drive these, but she was always like make these little slick comments about you know, what I mean, trying to fuck me. So, I mean, how can you do all of that without fucking her, though? Man, bro, it lasted six months. It, it, 
That's what it I'm was saying. some tense times where I thought she was gonna kick me out. Yeah. But she was just she was just real nice. Like she wanted to be um sexed, but she didn't kick me out over it. So you so you never sexed her? No, nah, it was yeah, this is an older lady, so sugar mom, but she still like got that nurturing grandmother <laughs> feeling in it. So she just never kicked me out. Like I was I, mean, I did a lot for her as far as like being around the house, like having a man around the house. She didn't have one of those. But she wanted to dick. But you didn't dick her, damn? I didn't do it. My boys told, man, my boys talk so much shit about me. Because from the outside looking in, it would be like, bro, you got it made. This chick got money and she fucking with you. You there, you driving a car and shit. I couldn't. You didn't dick her, damn? I couldn't, bro. How would, man, would you have done it, though? And I'm not talking about this lady. She's a beautiful fucking person. I still talk to her every once in a while. You got to pull her up, bro. You got to pull her up. I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, show it to me right now while we on air. So I'm going to show can... it to you. She's like an older red bone. She's a real nice girl. Red bone? <laughs> she's an older. Come on, She's a real man. nice girl. Just pull her up now, bro. Why are you wasting time? We ain't gonna I, say can't, her name. I can't do it because you know what? The crazy Why? thing, I'm not going to pull her up because I don't want no weird reactions and this shit because. Yo, you, know, you got to let me. You people that know me... her listening to this show, they be like, right on that motherfucker talking about you. Yo. You, we already talking about it. So you might as well just pull her ass up. So pulling up the fans want to know, man. I'm not going to say her name. I'm just, I just want to look at her and just be like, yeah, you gay. Or I want to look at her and be like, I can understand. It ain't going to be one of those things. It's going to be it if is. you look at her, it's it just is. like that. That could be your answer. It it's is. like she's like a normal lady, but mm. she wanted. And like it was crazy because, I, look, I swear to God. I used to try to hype myself up to do it. That's what I know. Like, I'm not normal. Because some of my friends are like, boy, I'll be in there eating that pussy. All the money she got, I'll be getting racks. I don't know about all that. I ain't gonna buy, I ain't gonna sell myself for no I ain't gonna <laughs> if I don't want the pussy, I don't want it for no matter amount of money that you're trying to give me. It gotta yeah. be like some dumb shit that's gonna change my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a couple of racks. <laughs> I mean a couple of racks at that point would have been life changing, nah. but <laughs> <laughs> it would have been day changing. It wouldn't have changed your whole life around. This money changed my goddamn. Damn day. I had to do this shit. My whole day's changed. I'm man, talking about like millions, man. Like, I gotta give you a couple of you gotta give me a couple of millions, man. I had never been in a situation where I just felt like meat. I felt yeah. like straight meat. It was like But you didn't do nothing. I know, but you it was like I was you. being looked at to do Hey, you know the crazy part? Nigga, is, you was fake meat. I was. Yeah, I wasn't even doing I, nothing. Man, bro, I just didn't I tried to hype myself up on plenty of cages. Like I was there for That's like six, seven she, months. I know she ugly. She really, Out of I shape. mean, when she was 56, she wasn't ugly for a 56-year-old woman. Don't matter. You was young. Them young, <laughs> them cougars got to come with that shit. Coming with that bullshit. I wonder, do everybody have sex with their cougars? Nigga, yes. They do? What the, why wouldn't you? <laughs> because, shit, some of them be older. Nigga, that's what a cougar is. I mean, but have you ever, <laughs> have you ever been in a position to where, okay, you about to have sex, this woman you're not really sexually attracted to, she's a good person, but she was like, you can't. Picture like sexually, yeah, like, yeah. How did it go, nigga? I didn't have sex with her, but that's because but she wasn't my goddamn situ- sugar mama. Oh, okay. <laughs> nigga, but she I- made sure not to give me enough sugar because she but was Ron- like, she had to have this little hell no, nah, Ron. She gave you, you know all the man? sugar. This is what she gave you, bro. I, A place to stay sweet. day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, you what hotel gonna let you stay day one without no money, Ron? None of them. None of them. None of them. Day one, <laughs> and then she feeding you every day because you had no money. I ain't had no money. Feeding you. Making sure you fed. Buying me shoes and shit. Buying you shoes and shit. Hey. And I wanna, eat a lot. It was a lot want, of food. You want to you wanna drive the Lexus or the Benz? <laughs> what you want to drive today, Ron? Go out there and make you some money today. But this is what I'm saying. She kept me on time limits, though. Like, Don't matter. You was in her I, shit. I could only be gone like an hour or two. <laughs> you was in her shit, nigga. 
Bring if I was being there, I could have been going all night. Exactly. I just couldn't do it. Exactly, Ron. You want you talking about six months, nigga? You could own the house by now. She probably passed away. No, she she here. She, she here. still kicking. Give me her number then. <laughs> Fuck wrong with this nigga, man. She here, bro. I don't know why I did. Like I talk a lot of shit about. I probably would have did it, but I don't know. I tried to hide myself up a lot. Like I tried to come up with scenarios. Like and then it was like right. That kind of felt like a teenager when you about to try something with a girl. And then you kind of get scared and you shout. Yeah, that's what. That's how I was with it. I, I have okay. no idea why. Dang, that's crazy. I would. I don't know. Like sometimes I be thinking about it. Like it be some chicks that you know. Like I think they fine. I think they cute, but they they character irritate me. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, I don't, can definitely hear. Yeah, that. I don't. I don't want to. Like even if you was trying to have sex, like I don't want to have sex with you because. You annoy me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't see like I be seeing chicks like I be seeing chicks in pictures and videos and stuff. I just be like, damn, she is so fun. Like I got a holler at her or whatever, right? Yeah. And then they start fucking talking on live, and I just be like, what <laughs> in the fuck did I just get myself into? Like, Women don't believe we think like that. Girl, this one girl, I be I was playing with her for a little second, and I seen her go live. She was just like, yeah. And then this bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Wanna tell me that you was sleeping on my couch, nigga? You was sleeping on my couch while you was down there on your BM. You was fucking me, and I'm just like, man, nah, <laughs> I'm cool. Women I don't got no time. Understand that, bro? You can see one of the prettiest women, yeah. But then when that ghetto, like when that inner ghetto comes out and it's just bouncing around, and you can't hold a normal conversation. It's all got to be ghetto, yeah. And they don't like, like, if you want to have a conversation with a woman and it's all gossip, it's like they telling yeah. you other people's business and all that shit. Yeah. It's like, that's a turn off. You might still, the younger me would have still banged. I wouldn't have gave yeah. a fuck. I would have just blocked it out. Yeah. And when you get older, I think conversation for a man gets a little bit. Some people don't admit it. It ain't the tough thing to say, well, you know what? I enjoy a good conversation with a lady. Mm-hmm. But you do. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, when you're around people these days, you need to communicate. It's like yeah. when I go to work, I got people that I talk to at work. I Man, you have, uh, I got to have this circle, and this is me. When it comes to my girl, I put a lot of, the, you know what I mean? I tell her a lot of things. I talk to her a lot. I'm at the age where, like, black men need to start talking more. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. need people that co- communicate with you. When you're around somebody and they really ain't got no communication for you or, or they just a totally different type of person, like, it kind of just throws my vibe off. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, Sundays when I get with you and Bianca, that's what I like to do is fucking run my mouth and talk. Mm-hmm. Those couple of hours is therapeutic like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Then when I get off with y'all, me and Tasha start talking, and we got time or whatever the fuck, it, you know what I mean? It makes the day go by. So when you deal with a woman that can't really communicate, it's just all like all kind of. Yeah, communication. It just throw me in a, wor- in a weird place. Like, now nah, yeah. I feel ghetto. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, should we go beat this oh, bitch ass? Oh. Now I'm rocking this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that, bro. Do you imagine going over her house and she's like, I cut you dinner and shit. And you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to come through or whatever. You know, this is the first time you're going over her house. Mm-hmm. And you go over there and, <laughs> and you're over there and y'all eating dinner. And she's just like, let me tell you about this dumb bitch. Get the fuck, blah, blah. You're like, oh, nah. <laughs> I done came to the wrong goddamn house. Then you thinking like, is this going to end up in some fucking at the end? Or I'm just hearing <laughs> you talk. <laughs> exactly. Is this just going to be some type of session to where we get nothing? There's nothing. Yeah. I hate meaningless We didn't have a productive night. Yeah. I hate meaningless conversations. Like sometimes, you know, you go over to chick house and it's cool. You're like smoking or drinking or, you know, watching TV. Y'all just vibing, man. The music's going on. Y'all vibing. And that yeah. shit cool to me. You know what I mean? And I can and I can do a vibe all the time, you know what I mean? Like if we just vibing and it ain't no sexual shit going on, we mm-hmm. can vibe. But if 
I'm coming over here for a session. <laughs> Already established session. You know what you're going for. What the fuck is all this talking about? <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that shit. I didn't come over here to hear you conversate about your goddamn life. You told me. You specifically hinted yeah. that we were about to start <laughs> yeah. getting to it. Who the fuck? Chicks would invite you over and be like, oh, I can't wait to suck your dick. I'm gonna suck it. I'm gonna suck the meat off the bone. You was like, damn, this bitch nasty. You get over there, and she in there cooking. I don't <laughs> just mind. started. She yeah. cleaning chicken. What the fuck is you doing? You just now cooking? Oh, you think I'm staying over here for a while? Yeah. Nah, I'm going home. <laughs> going the fuck home. I didn't come over here for all this shit. Then she want to talk to you while she cooking. No. Hurry the fuck. That's your problem now. You do too much goddamn talking. And you know what, Talk one my thing, way over here. A lot of people these days, too, women will be super freaky on a text. Mm. It's mm. like those text messages can kind of fool you about a chick because they, you know what I mean? There's no eye contact. They're not there. No. The level of embarrassment is way down unless you right. just send them back some shit and say, I, no, I don't want your sex or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's like they'll text you super freaky shit, and when you get there, it's like it's not the same person that was texting. Hell no, nah, man. That's the irritating <laughs> thing because I'm the same person through text calls, video chat, whatever. I'm the same person, right? Yeah. I go over to your house, and you all extra quiet and shit? Mm-hmm. Nah, you said you was going to lick my ass, and now you quiet. <laughs> Girl, I just I just watched my shit. I just cleaned I come over here, my ass. And it's like. I mean, what's going on? Should I show you the messages? Right. I don't understand. <laughs> look, look, look. All goddamn day you've been sending me freaky-ass emojis, and now I come over here, you, you, your tongue don't come out no more? You you ain't going to hit me with the tongue emoji now, bitch? Bro, I really, I will say this. I am happy I'm out of the dating scene. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy because not just saying it's terrible, like, it yeah. is cool to meet new people, but I think once you... Find somebody that works for you, like the conversations there, the attractions there, and everything like that. It's kind of, I mean, at my age, being a player would be like just, it wouldn't make sense. Because I don't think people look at it like this. When you're young, mm-hmm. you be fucking kind of tossing a lot of good bitches to the side. A oh, lot of, <laughs> oh, all the time. And then when you get older, though, you think about that shit. It was like, dude, you know what? Brandy was a pretty good. Hell yeah. And I just. Fucked her and then just kept fucking with Stacy. Yep. I remember the chick. I remember the chick. Her name was Crystal. She was just a pleasant little chick I ever known. And she was a freak too. Mm. And Crystal, Crystal was so sweet. One time I told Crystal, I said, Crystal, I'm not even gonna try to play you like this no more. I got me a whole woman back in college. I can't be fucking with you like this. She cried, bro. Broke her heart. Broke her heart. And guess what she told me? What you tell you? When you here, you with me, and when you there, you with her. God said, damn. Crystal is a good-ass woman. She from Grace Yeah. <laughs> and then I go back home, my woman break up with me and shit, because she think I'm cheating. What kind of fucking shit is that? You was cheating. I, I you know, she didn't really know. <laughs> she was just thinking that I was cheating. No, you don't break up with me, no facts. Yeah, you do need some facts. Yeah. I mean, to do a whole breakup, especially yeah. is one thing. It's that women's intuition shit. Do you believe she, in that? Hell yeah. You I know? believe in that women's intuition shit. I don't believe it. I only believe it. I only believe it when it comes to niggas. But that woman intuition shit don't even work with nothing fucking else. <laughs> That's yeah, the only nothing thing else. <laughs> you know, nothing else. But they lie school about that shit. They be thinking and thinking and thinking. Mm-hmm. Nigga, one time, I think, it, I think one time, nigga, I was in deep thought one time. Like, just chilling. Just in deep thought. And I started to replay shit back in my mind. And I was like, fuck, I'm getting played. Like, yeah. like, literally sat there and was like, 
it was some shit that happened like years and years ago. I'm looking like that don't make no sense. His sister was there, but he wasn't there. Where the fuck was this nigga at if his sister there? Why was his sister come over the house, bring his sister over there, but then leave and blah, 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 right? Yeah. And I'm thinking like, hold the fuck up. This nigga was fucking my girl and leaving his sister over there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I, you know, it's out the blue. I was just like, damn, I was getting played back then. But women, they think about that shit all the time. Yeah, and they in deep thought. And then they looking like, oh nah, this shit don't add up. This nigga usually do this. He usually do that. Oh, but this chick coming back around. This chick is doing this shit. Like they talking about their friends and blah blah blah. And then next thing you know, she know she know ran down your whole goddamn lie to you. Yeah, without even having no facts. <laughs> but but the, mar- the timeline that she set up does look yeah. suspicious. Hell yeah, this girl. This girl one time she told me she was like she was like I just had a dream. And I was like, what you dream about? She was like, I don't know. I just dreamed that you were just cheating on me and you was at this girl's house and like you was having sex with her and but you called me right afterwards and everything, like everything was cool. Yeah. And I'm looking like, fuck, like I'm literally outside old girl's house right now. (laughs) (laughs) God damn, dude. Oh, man. Dude, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. And people that's listening, never just overlook those gut feelings and those yeah. instincts that you get. But sometimes it's a time and a place to bring them up. Like, exactly. let's say if you with a person, they doing like, you don't have no hardcore evidence because I think you could throw a, a real good relationship away just from things that seem suspicious. Yeah, It ain't gotta be no hardcore suspicious because I've gone through that. Like, and I, but I don't want to put it on my current girlfriend because my last bitch was cheating. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it seems like somebody could tell you something, you'd be like, well, okay. Like, I don't overanalyze it. I try not to, you know what I mean? We're being honest with each other. So until I find some concrete, then I'm cool. But it's like sometimes, yeah, you can get, like, and people, like, they say humans are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. We do certain things. And if you know a person and, and she's always done that or he's always done that, and then one day it might be a little different. Then maybe it's just a little different. Doesn't mean that they cheating. But those, that's why I said women's intuition. Men have it too. Yeah, we do. We got, you know what I mean? We kind of think something, but like, we try not just to don't go overboard yeah, with it. we try not to play on that shit. Because then we feel, like we feel like when niggas always got to grill a chick, then we feel like the chick. And then we don't feel like we, we like, I don't know a nigga. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I think a lot of a lot of niggas be, be peeping shit. We just don't say nothing because we don't want to. Like what? Like we be thinking like, what facts do we fucking got for real? Like we ain't really got no facts to even speak yeah. on it for real. Only thing we can say, oh, so, oh okay, oh boy, huh? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but let me catch the, you. Let me catch you. <laughs> that's the that's the crazy part. Sometimes it could just seem like you don't have any facts, like concrete, hardcore evidence. But mm-hmm. sometimes situations could just seem awkward. Hell yeah. And then you just like. Man, I think you just got to trust the person you with because some people like, and me too, like shit. I mean, I don't walk around like I'm just this hardcore dude and I ain't going to get my heart broke. Mm -hmm. So you try to protect that, but then you can't be the crazy motherfucker to just go off and did nothing happen. I just watched the movie It last night. Oh, which one? The first one? Chapter two. The one that just came out. Okay, yeah, yeah. The crazy part is it was a fucking situation like just like what we talking about. Like, you know how when they were kids, they made the pact that if it comes back, they yep. all going to come back to the town. Yep. It was like 27 years later. Mm-hmm. And they was like, I don't give a fuck. What we doing, what we are in life, we going to all get back together exactly. and come back. So the one girl that was involved in the situation, she was like, uh, I got to call. I got to go back home. 
And the dude was like, okay. He was like, I understand. And then he flipped. Yeah. Like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. I know yep. what you're trying to do. Yep. Your ass is on some cheap shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, dude, is she going back to kill the fucking clown? Man, fuck that clown. <laughs> Stay your ass home. Bro. what she do? Man, she went. Like, they had a real fight, and she had to bust his head with a lamp. But dude was, like, going mm-hmm. off like he was, like, hella insecure. Right. So that's why I say, with those signs, make sure it's some real concrete shit. Or if you just don't want to deal with anything, like, if there's too many signs, then just... Choose to step away, but never look like the crazy motherfucker because if there ain't nothing going on mm-hmm. and you going off, then all of a sudden you're the fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. So that's why, yeah. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> he, she was just going to kill it, and this nigga fucking like choked her ass. Like, you know what I mean? It can't happen like that. Yeah. I like <laughs> I like the movie, though. I like it. The second, the sec, the last one that just came out, that mug was, yeah. that, it was like really, really detailed. It was just so fucking long. I couldn't even watch Power last night. I was like, all right, we're going to watch this movie. Shit should be off around 12 o'clock. Power be on. Man, that yeah, shit. Nah, that's a three hour movie, cuz. That shit lasts damn near 1 30. Like, goddamn. <laughs> right, you know what? what? Let's go to bed. We'll wake up in the morning and watch that shit. 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I watched, I went there by myself to go see uh, it too. And I sat there and the thing, like, Eat my popcorn. I took my little restroom breaks, came back. <laughs> I was like, this movie is long, but this shit is interesting. It is. It was hella interesting because everybody had their own little story. And mm-hmm. it was like, damn, like, like, and it was scary to me. I know, like, it wasn't like scary, like, ah, monster scary, but it was still scary. Like, one of the parts where, like, I, 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 I like suspense. So, like, when yeah. I don't know what's coming next, that shit scares me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not trying to do no spoiler alert, but one of them, or a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. One of them, are, uh, the girl, she goes back to retrieve whatever she left behind yeah. in her old house, and she get in there, and that old lady is there now. Yeah, and the old lady is like, "Why don't you just come in for a drink?" And blah blah blah. She goes yeah. in there, and she start looking around, and shit was like hella suspicious. You just knew like this shit was just gonna be crazy. When and she like, paused, not to mean when they were sitting on the couch. Yes, and she said something, and then she kind of like her face just got stuck for like ten seconds. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit." Ooh! Something's wrong chills. with this bitch. What's wrong with this When she was running in that kitchen, running back and forth in that kitchen, I said, yeah. oh, this old lady is the <laughs> devil. Get out of there. <laughs> oh, my God. Then I start seeing like, like it as a regular person. And I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? What am I missing? Yeah. He was a regular person at first. And I'm just like, this is so interesting. And it like was. everybody had their own individual stories, even for the boy that went to go get his medicine from the local pharmacy. He went downstairs and see that thing downstairs that tried to kill him. I was like, I would have never went downstairs. But ain't no way in hell. Everybody had to face their fears to get out of it. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, I but felt. when that old lady came out of that kitchen and she was like that tall monster yeah. with the long titties, it was like that shit was fucking terrifying. I said, <laughs> what the fuck is these titties? Coming? <laughs> <laughs> the big ass monster titties was like oh, fucking scary. Man. But the I like how they did it because the scariest part of it wasn't really when the monster came out, it was like that dark room. Yeah. Then you start hearing something running and yeah. coming. It's like, I like movies like that. Build up to the scare. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? That was, yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of people was like. It wasn't scary, but I was like, man, that shit was hell. That had me on my seat most It was of the suspense time. scary. Yeah, yeah suspense scary. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that. That shit was cool, man. It wasn't like gory or anything like that, but some stuff really didn't make no sense. But for them to take the original It, yeah, and improve it like that. Mm-hmm. It's very watchable now. Hell yeah, yeah, it's watchable. Some movies, it's like a lot of movies that were made back in the day, yeah. or even movie like remakes of movie that was done back in the day. Let's say they remade one ten years ago. Some movie that came out in like 
the seventies. I think that one did too. Right. It was like sometimes they never left room for more. Yeah. Like a part two. Everybody. Yeah. So when they write it good and, and you know what I mean, they can extend the story. I think that I think they did good with that one. And I'm not a huge horror fan. Yeah. But I like it. I did like it. Like I I'm not a huge horror fan neither. Like I can't name you every horror movie <laughs> horror movie around, but I can name you some good ass horror movies though. But I want those type of people that I like watching horror movies, but I can't watch that shit by myself. I ain't that person. I will watch that shit <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> like, like you just watch it at your house, right? Mm-hmm. All my windows would have been open. It would have been daytime. <laughs> it would have been daytime. <laughs> you said y'all didn't get there to 1.30. It would have been 1.30 p- p.m. for me, nigga. <laughs> like, my girl's the same way. She got to watch them with me. I don't yeah. like watching horror movies by myself either. Not because I'm scared, but it's like. You kind of, I want somebody else in on the action. Yeah, well, yeah. You know I what I mean? Because horror scared. movies kind of take you on a ride and shit, so you just, you know what I mean? I like to enjoy it with her. But the crazy yeah. thing is, uh-huh. if y'all out there, if y'all not scared of horror movies and y'all want to be, just, hey, PayPal me like $45. Y'all can come watch with me and my girlfriend. <laughs> she going to scare the fuck out of you. <laughs> it's like, bro, you know how she when- She jump and shit. Man, she's, man. she's a screamer. She's, oh. a, she's a touching, all of a sudden she's touching you. So it's like, you Dang, can't even be me, tough girl. around me. <laughs> She's scared the fuck out of you. It's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, quit touching me. Bitch, did he get you too? Yeah. What the fuck are you touching me for? Yeah, She's me. one of them people. So that, it's fun watching them. That's girl. me though. Like, that's sad. That's me. I know that's maybe, maybe it's because I'm light-skinned. But I remember going to go see The Ring, the one, the first one. With oh, my, yeah. With my older brother. I was holding on him the whole time. I, could, <laughs> I think I was in middle school. I was scared as shit. I was like, oh! <laughs> she coming after well? <laughs> She had her hair all down and one eye open. Like, what the fuck? Those noises that the motherfuckers was making on the ring was scary, too. Man, what? The ring was <laughs> scary as hell to me, man. Especially, especially they made it so scary because they put the videotape in there. Mm-hmm. And you always see videotape start off like that with that fuzzy shit. You're exactly. Like, this shit don't work. Now you put a videotape in there, you be like, oh, nah, this fuzzy <laughs> Nah. You automatically going to yeah, think about this ta- shit. Taking it right back on now. Obviously, the VHS ain't working. You got a DVD? <laughs> <laughs> DVDs don't do this, <laughs> bro. The ring. I, I've said this a lot on my Facebook page. The crazy thing about horror movies, most horror movies. Because I just watched what was that? Um, Annabelle. I just watched the latest Annabelle, mm-hmm. which was it was good. I hope y'all watched that shit. It was good. It was scary. But the crazy part about it, this might be a spoiler. Nobody fucking died. Mm. That was the craziest thing. Annabelle. Like, hmm? Off of Annabelle. Yeah, off of Annabelle. Nobody the last died. One, nobody died. Mm, but it, it was suspenseful and it was scary, but it was like you would think that you got to have a body count on a horror movie. You do. But but it wasn't no fucking body count. But the crazy thing is the scariest thing in horror movies for me today is fucking like nine-year-old white girls. Why the fuck are they so fucking scary in horror movies? But they used to be always scary in horror movies. Yeah, they always did. And bro, they gaining traction. They, these motherfucking little said they gaining traction. These little fucking <laughs> chicks are fucking scary as fuck. Like if you see a bro, if I was walking in this house, and like let's say if this was a day I was getting off work, it's 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, I walk in the house and it could be like a thug ass nigga standing there with a gun. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? All right, I've been expecting this. What took so long? I knew you niggas was going to rob me eventually. But if a motherfucker, if you walk in the house and there's a nine-year-old white girl standing there just staring at you, you're going to fucking piss your fucking pants. They mm-hmm. just scary. It's just something scary about them. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, man. I have no idea. But they use white girls in those movies and they fucking really scare the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, I got to bring this up. 
we talked about those reboots. We talked about the New Jack City reboot. Mm-hmm. Wesley Slipe said there's no need to remake this fucking movie. Which one is it? Well, uh, Wesley Snipes said that? Or Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes came out. I guess they interviewed him in a magazine, a magazine interview, and he said, there's no reason to remake this movie. You think that shit is like bad light on it now? Like yeah. if the motherfucking original star said, don't make this motherfucker. Yeah. Then I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that is, I mean, think about it. Wesley Snipes said that shit. <laughs> Nino said that shit. But they're not, they're not using him, are they? No. Oh, they're not uh, using him. I guess uh, they're using all new characters. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, it really ain't no point because you can't redo a movie like that. Like, you can't redo The Wood. Like, The Wood would be trash if they tried to redo The Wood. You, I mean, like, New Jack City, I could see because you told me that it's the same people that do that did Snowfall. Yeah. I could see it, but... If it if it ain't like a new generational thing, like it, it, this is what's gonna either happen. It's either gonna be for us, mm-hmm. our age, or it's gonna be for them, mm-hmm. the younger age, and it ain't gonna be no in between. But the people that's younger age, like it takes them a while to get hooked on into a, a classic movie, though. Like, yeah. Like I don't I don't know about no new generational classic movies, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't, but I still think if the younger generation was to watch the original New Jack City, it's still one of those movies you can watch and it's dope. Digitally remaster that shit, put that shit back out. It wasn't that, you know how you watch some movies and it was like, damn, I didn't realize this shit was so fuzzy. Look right. at the, what kind of camera they use right. on this motherfucker. Think about this, the the the, the best classic, classic movies was, you know, in the 80s and 90s, right? Yeah. Like the best classic movies in the 80s and 90s. Like, can you, like, you know when they put up those posts where it's like, Name all. Have you seen all hundred of these black films? These classic black films. Yeah. You like, damn. I seen all of them. Probably about like three. I'm missing like a good three that I haven't yeah. seen. Right. I don't think it's a a, a list of a hundred for this new generation, man. Since like two thousand or something like that. Yeah. No. I don't think it's a hundred listed there. It's There's like, more TV shows. It's tw- now. It's tw- next year would be 2020, right? Mm-hmm. And from 2000. Zero zero mm-hmm. to two thousand and twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can name some films, but I can't name a hundred. I probably couldn't. You mean classic? That classic. we gonna say this classic? Yeah. Wow. You got served. That was kind of classic. <laughs> I mean, you know, it ain't like a yeah big for the culture yeah. of um. You know, I mean, I should even started off with that. Nah, I <laughs> <laughs> was I'm definitely sorry. a light skin. I'm sorry, y'all. Not. I just opinion. remember. I was just thinking, like you know, but you know, that's kind of. <laughs> that's like 2004 2005 so it's still yeah. early but let's just say the last 10 years like what do they got from the last 10 years they've been doing a lot of remakes the last 10 years that is though. true they got a yeah that is true not a they've good been doing lot of a black. lot of remakes i don't know yeah. what the fuck like yeah i can't you know what we're gonna have to think about that yeah. that's one thing me you and bianca gonna have to do like on the off time and then whenever we're ready we bring that up on the show because yeah. classic shows in the last 20 years uh no nah, i don't think it exists right I really don't. Now it's it's been some good Netflix specials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been some damn good Netflix series and shit. I see people talking about this raising Dion shit. I yeah. saw it last night. Well, I didn't watch it. I saw it like the little box on Netflix when I was trying to find something to watch. Yeah. I've been on that Dion Cole this weekend. Oh my gosh! Bro. I gotta say this about Dion Cole. Top five, bro. This nigga is fucking hilarious. I and I already knew it. Yeah, but I think he went over the top. He should be. A few levels up. When we talk about the Kevin Hart's and uh, well, we can't bring up um, 
Cat Hot Williams. damn Cat Williams. Cat yeah. Williams. Man, come back, Cat, please. The Kevin Hart's in the motherfucking Dave Chappelle's. I'm not saying he's there yet, but he has the potential. This dude is hilarious, bro. I'll tell you one thing about DR Cole. His material is hilarious. Yeah. But this nigga got one of them faces, bro. It's like he could sit there and like he could tell a joke that's maybe 65, 70% funny. And he'll, yeah. yeah. And he'll throw that face in them eyes and like, bro, I don't know what it is. I can't really explain it. But this dude is just hilarious. He got that. And it's not just mannerism. Well, I guess you would say it's mannerism just because of his facial expressions. But yeah. dude is hilarious, bro. Yeah. I think so too, bro. Uh, like, I started following him. He had a, uh, he was on. All Star Comedy Jam one time, but I remember him from way back in the day when he used to pull out the paper and everything and say the joke. We'd be like, "Oh, this nigga is hilarious!" Exactly right? this joke, right? But then I start seeing him in shows. People don't know that I think he used to write for Conan, and then he used yeah. to write for some something else, and then he started, to, you know, like doing shows, his own shows and stuff. And it, I think he had like a segment on uh, Conan, yeah. and then uh, he got into Blackish. I think Blackish really. Pushed him, you know what I mean. People start to see him in a different light. Yeah. But he was on the NBA All Star uh, Comedy Jam or Shaq's All Star Comedy Jam one year. Yeah, and I was cracking up. I was like, "Damn, I remember him being funny, but I don't remember him being this fucking funny, right?" Bro. And then he came out with his Netflix special. Or no, it was a Netflix special. It was like a, a special he came out with. It was called Cold Blooded Something. Cold Blooded Something. I forgot what it's called, but this nigga killed this shit. Like I was laughing. In tears the whole time, right? And then one day I'm on Netflix and it pops up. I said, what? <laughs> what? A new one? So I click on it. I was like, nah, I got to get some time where I can really sit exactly. and listen to it, right? So the other day I finally sat there and watched it and was cracking up. He is on a different level. You can tell, like, you know, like I'm a comedian. So, you know, I yeah. do stand up. So I can tell when people write and when they don't write, right? Mm-hmm. And you can tell not only does he write, mm-hmm. but he 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 writes his own jokes mm-hmm. in a way that is still natural. Exactly. And like it's hard to do that because sometimes you can, you can feel like you're up there reading and sometimes you can get way off task and you forget, you know, your jokes or whatever. Yeah. Right. And sometimes D Ray Davis do that. D Ray Davis will get off task and mm-hmm. then he'll bring back his jokes or whatever. Right. Yeah. But he don't write. So like seeing him write and how good his writing is, you ever look at like a, uh, 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 Freestyle battler, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, the freestyle battlers is pre-written lyrics or pre-written stuff, right? Yeah, then they go exactly. out and freestyle, right? So you see, you be like, "Damn, look at his bars, look at his setup, look how he did this, look how he did that, and like, look how he delivered it, right?" Yeah. It's, that takes a lot of practice. You can tell Deion Kobe in there fucking practicing mm-hmm. so much that it comes out like it is a freestyle, like it exactly. is natural, and that shit is just a different type of beast because the stuff he talk about, the stuff that he talk about, I feel like. It's stuff that I would talk about as well. Exactly. And he, and he relates, his comedy relates to to me, especially me, because of the shit that he talk about. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it relates to a lot of other people as well. But when you talk about like the, like Kevin Hart now, like most of his shit don't relate to us anymore. Yeah. And it's hard for us to be like, oh, that shit funny because we, we not jumping on jets and we don't have these type of squirrels or raccoon noises <laughs> in our house. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like... And I'm like, ah, that's funny, but when Dion talk, it's kind of like, this nigga just be talking. <laughs> and yeah. it just be so real. Like, he could come with the most random shit, but I'll tell yeah. you, one of the funniest jokes I heard in a long time was the part we was talking about when we say, thank you, Jesus, and stuff, for stuff that God ain't had nothing Yo, to do with. that's funny, man. That nigga said, well, you know what? This nigga have been pretty solid. Yeah. Man. Let me throw this nigga some bitches. The bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, who the fuck? 
this dude is fucking crazy, bro. When I oh, see stuff like that, I'm like, bro, that is the type of thing. If I was in that position, those are the types of things yeah. I want to say. Yeah. So when I look at him, it's like uh, Chappelle is up there. I can't lie. Oh, yeah. Chappelle is so fucking smart to be like, yeah. those are the fucking type of jokes I would want to tell. Yeah. But Deion Cole is right there, and he's yeah. hey, he's coming, Chappelle. He's coming, Dave. He's yeah, not. Yeah. And, and one thing I like too, we never really seen him get serious when he started on the little the love yourself segment. It yeah. was still funny, but it was yeah. so real. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I think he showed out. Yeah, I he think definitely he showed his ass. I think he showed out, and I think he reached a different level now because of the way that he came up with it. Because even like you know what you just said, like he was trying to get serious. Like even yeah. in the serious topics, you paid attention, and then he hit you with a joke. But he made you pay fucking attention first. You know exactly. what I mean? It wasn't like he just flew by the, the 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 big points or whatever. He made his points, and then he got back into his jokes. And I thought that shit was skillful. Yeah. And you can just tell, like, he enjoys doing stand-up. Like, it ain't mm-hmm. like, it ain't like, oh, I got another stand-up to do. It was like, nigga, I'm, nigga, fuck these shows. Like, <laughs> y'all my people. Like, I got some shit to talk about. Exactly. He took that shit seriously, and I was glad that he went back to his beginnings and he pulled out the pack. Oh, when he pulled it back out, it was just like, <laughs> thank you for the classic. I knew it. Thank I was like, bro, if classic. you pull that pad out, this shit gonna be dope. This and shit then, gonna get five stars. And then people don't understand, like, it ain't shit written on that pad. Like, when you see him write, oh. he, just, he just writes some scribbly shit when he sees a joke is good you know, or bad or whatever. Yeah. And it's all he do because you think about it. This nigga just remembered his old set and then he had to bring out the notebook. Mm-hmm. Nah, not probably not. And if he does, even if it is 100% real, mm-hmm. like he just wrote those jokes in, in the back, that's fucking legendary. <laughs> the only reason I don't think it's nothing on that pad is yeah. because the jokes are too long. It's like well, if you tell five jokes, and the, the pad is only this fucking big. Yeah, it is true, <laughs> but the, but – he only writing down the key points. That's what Chris Rock does. People don't know that either. Chris Rock, he writes, right? Mm-hmm. But when you go out and perform, you're only writing down the topic. So like, uh, if I go okay. out there and I'm like, I even do the same thing. Like, If I go out there, I look at my little pad or my phone, I just be like, all right, white girls. Oh, yeah, I know what that's about. Uh, uh, big booty bitches. Oh, I got, I know that joke about big booty bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, and you, and, and if you can do it like that, you can shuffle your jokes however you want to joke, shuffle mm-hmm. them up. Because mm-hmm. then you can be like, oh yeah, I talked about the white girl. I talked about the big booty bitches. Oh, <laughs> let me talk about this funeral I went to. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. When you can pull it off like that seamlessly, Man. I think you are destined to be bigger than you are. I was telling my girl right then when we was listening to it because mm-hmm. she, she's a fucking giggler. She's, she loves some good comedy. And on that, that shit damn near killed him. Yeah, Deion Cole, I can see I had to him. take a blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Deion Cole damn near killed my girl. Deion Cole damn near killed my girl. <laughs> Deion Cole was dope, man. I did listen. I do like Deion Cole, man. Top five easily in my top five. Dave Chappelle's in there. You know, Eddie Murphy's in there. Oh, yeah. Okay, man, I hope those Netflix yeah. fucking rumors are true. I hope Eddie Murphy come back and get some of this money. Give us he one is, more. It is true. Like you see, he was in uh he was in two interviews where he said he was coming back and doing it. He was in an interview with oh, okay, wait. He was in an interview with uh Seinfeld. He was in an interview with Seinfeld and that cards with comedy or whatever. I love that comedy cards. Show. Yeah. Look at looking at that one, he's talking about like he talks about like, yeah, he's gonna go back on stage, he's gonna do a special, but yeah. he's saying like he's saying like I'm rusty. Like I ain't been standing, but I don't know how long. Yeah. And he's like talking about his stand up performances and experiences and mm-hmm. shit like that. And it was just like He's like, you see a kid up there, you know, like trying to tell jokes and he ain't did no practice. He's like, I can't just go up there without no practice. He was like, I want, you know, basically saying he want to be the best while well, he's up there. And, you know, like people going to judge him, man, because people, you know, like Chris Rock came back out and Chris Rock set was like mediocre. It was just like, 
fuck? Like, where is the old Chris Rock? Although at? I hate to agree with you, it kind of was. It wasn't like it was definitely not Dave Chappelle. You know no, what I mean? Hell no. It was definitely like, damn, Chris Rock is like top in the top ten of greatest yeah. comedians of all time. And that's the crazy thing. I think when they were in their prime, they set their fucking bar so high that when yeah. they come back, you expecting that same level exactly and then it's like well i gotta talk about current topics now like yep. back then in the chris rock era when he was really killing the, the new jack city days and all that mm-hmm. shit it was like it was certain things that he could talk about that's kind of risque nobody talking about this shit mm-hmm. and he made it hilarious but now with social media and everything everybody's talking about every fucking thing mm-hmm. now and i think uh i don't think he bombed i just don't think i think um, yeah definitely not bombed but yeah we had mediocre. the bar set so high for him it was just like it almost works at a disadvantage of him because y'all were so fucking great. Yeah. So I won't say, yeah. I hope he comes back with another one. Give him yeah. a chance to redeem himself. Should, like, Dave he, don't drop the ball, though. Nah, right. He <laughs> should He should have came back like that, but he definitely should have had a follow-up like Dave had. Like, Dave Chappelle had that first comedy joint, and we was like, oh, this is funny as fuck. But then he had a, he had the second comedy joint, we was like, oh, this is on some nigga shit. Yeah. And then he, you know, then he came out with the other two, and he was like, oh, shit. He on some, I don't give a fuck shit. Yeah, I love this like, shit. God damn. Yeah, and I didn't remember him signing the four, five, <laughs> five uh, special. But I thought it was three. I thought it was two. But Did I guess, you? but I, I I thought it was the one that he already had pre-recorded, and then he had another one that he had did live. Mm-hmm. And I think those, I thought he was getting paid ninety million just for those two. I didn't know he was getting paid ninety million for six specials or some shit. Because I think he did like four already or five now. I didn't lost count. I think it's at yeah. least four. Yeah, I think, I think they, it's at least four. Yeah, they are pretty dope. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, this last one, you just fucking put it out there so hard. Like, now you got to fucking... Now, this ain't no 20 years ago shit like nah, uh, a delirious exactly. and all that shit. So you got to fucking come dope as fuck even yeah. two years later. If you like, what back. the fuck is Eddie Murphy going to talk about? Like, that's the thing, too. Like, Eddie Murphy got to get back in the limelight for us to even want to pay attention. Like, because if... You know, like... Because you said, like, the bar is set so high. Like, you yeah. got you to gotta kill these new niggas, man. Yeah. Like, you have to kill these new niggas. It's like... Us watching Richard Pryor twenty years later after you know yeah. he was in his prime, you know what I mean? You kind of like, come on, Richard, don't bring. Hey, get out that wheelchair, <laughs> nigga. We need them jokes. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like that with Eddie Murphy. It's kind of like, all right, Eddie, you've been in the background. You was on. Uh, you was on. Uh, what's that damn show? Ah, uh, what's that show? Saturday Night Live, and you didn't do nothing. He didn't do shit. Nothing. I remember hearing him about him on there, but yep. I haven't caught him. He didn't do he so didn't long. do no jokes on there. I think he just said a few words, and that was it. And I don't think he did any skits or nothing. I just think I don't remember him doing a lot of nothing, man. So he got to get back in the limelight. <laughs> and <laughs> I know he you got a do couple some guest appearances and shit. Yeah. All of these shows and shit just come out and make your favorite because these are right, the new generation. They want to see you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before they watch that show, they want to see you. They, the they go off the hype. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The older generation who already know what you're coming with, we going to tune the fuck in. Yeah, as soon as them tickets going to sell, we're going to be there. But I'm just saying them, these new motherfuckers, they ain't going to be there, man. They are, I was in class. I was in I substitute Cheech, and I was in this class. <laughs> and this kid going to ask me, he was like, was Biggie and Tupac really as big as everybody was talking about? And <laughs> oh I was just God. like, I was just like, what? I was like, I was like, what? What are you talking about? I would have choked this <laughs> He was like, think about it. He was like, he was like, they died at twenty five. Like, how big could they really be? And then they beef yeah. wasn't even real beef. Like the beef that they have, you know, like they was like the beef that people have now. They getting killed over. And I was just like, are you listening to yourself? Yeah, what the fuck? They died over the beef. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, this was the first real rap beef. Like, the rap beef wasn't even, like, just between them two. It became an East Coast, West Coast thing. Exactly. 
Nigga, not south to north, nigga. You remember the south to north used to fight? <laughs> now the east and the west is fighting, bro. Exactly. Like, this was bigger than just rap at that point in time. Like, like they, what could be more real? These motherfuckers got two different sides of the country beefing with each other. But in these kids' mind, they don't respect the, the Tupacs and the Biggies or the, you know, whoever else, the Cypress Hills and uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. You it's know, all about Moneybag Yo. Yeah, Moneybag Yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about NBA Youngboy. <laughs> never being broke again. What the fuck? <laughs> you 18. You, you ain't never been broke. Your mama been taking care of your Hey, never being broke again. What? <laughs> fuck you about broke. You never had, all, you ain't had an apartment, nigga. God damn. Oh, man. It's just like, what <laughs> is you talking about, man? But that's the generation. Like, they not, they not, you know, it's not a bad thing because we all change our generations. You know what I mean? But this new generation, I know our older generation used to say that shit too. This new generation, all this hippity hop hop. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, they clowners. They clowners. That's why I I pay homage to yep. them and yep. I talk about this new generation. But yep. let me bring this up. All right, I didn't watch the BT Awards. I saw some clips. I didn't watch that shit either. I saw some clips. Did you see Little Kim? Did you see anything that had to do with Lil' Kim this I past week? I, I didn't watch it, but I've I been hearing Lil' Kim memes and shit like that. What, what's going on with it? Lil' Kim really has um, changed her whole appearance. Again? Yeah. she. Man, the only way to fucking compare it, the only comparison is like Michael Jackson. Like, Lil' Kim looks nothing like Lil' Kim mm-hmm. did 20 years ago. Right. She is like really white. Like her face is like real plastic, uh-huh. and it's like I don't understand why people do that. Like, um, and I made so I made a lot of jokes, and a lot of people were angry at me on social media because it's just like it's so different. You never expect, like we didn't expect Michael Jackson to do that shit. It just became his normal because this nigga kept cranking out dope ass music, right? But it's like now, little Kim is like unrecognizable. It's like she is just so far away from what she used to be. It's like like people say Nicki Minaj changed herself. Little Kim took this shit up. She cranked it up like 10 notches. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't recognize it. Right. And like people defend that. It's like, I just don't understand it. I think I just don't understand it. I don't think there's no level of money I can get to where I want to play. Like Little Kim could not dig in her nose right now if she wanted to. She got these little ass nose holes. Right. It's like, <laughs> she would have to use tw- fucking tweezers to get a booger out. It's like people accept that shit. It's like, no, they don't. They don't accept it. It's just like one of those things in show business where. If you, you know, like they, they see that she got a little shine, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now, you know, some people, I'm not saying this is what it is. I'm not saying, because I don't want to ruin our uh, our viewership. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, because they but, sensitive about it. Yeah, but I am saying like sometimes people put you in the limelight just to talk about you. Like, yeah. you see like ugly people sometimes, or you know, like some people, <laughs> some people that went viral and shit. Ugly. They're like, JJ, Ice Fish dude. Like, oh my God. like nobody's laughing with them. They're laughing at him. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, not saying, not saying he's big or, you know, broke or nothing like that. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, like, as a little Kim, like, the more that she puts the shit in her face, the more we looking at, like, what the fuck is going on? Exactly. We wanted to see the drama. We want to see what, why the fuck she did that shit. Like, if Lil' Kim came out with a reality show with just her and her mm-hmm. life and her lifestyle, mm-hmm. we'll be watching that shit like, why the fuck did she get plastic surgery? Yeah. Why the fuck is her face looking like that? Why did she do this? Why did she do that? And then we look into it. You know what I mean? We may find out some things. But that's what TV gives. Look at the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Them motherfuckers grow up pale as hell yeah flat booty <laughs> no titties like gothic looking that's how they that's how they look like when they kids look at them now nigga 
nigga. Bro. Like, look at them. Like, you looking at them like, damn, like, if I had a baby with them, I know my baby going to be pretty. No, nigga. No, it's going to come out looking like the old motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to... Fix your baby up. Right, you gotta fix your baby up. <laughs> as soon as that little one had got older, the one that's uh, a billionaire now, like as soon as that Kylie. little one, Kylie, as soon as she got older, they threw some titties on that bitch. They threw some ass on her. Threw the Kardashian they kid. They threw the Kardashian kid on her, and now she just <laughs> flunting around like she been bad since birth. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. You getting shit removed and added and plus more and taken away and injections here, injections that. The crazy part about it, when they age, when they get to an age where they're like 40 and shit, that shit ain't going to look good no more. Little Kim's booty, like, you see some shots, it may look decent, but that shit got to look bad when she take her fucking what? pants off. And Kanye's loving it. Yeah, I don't understand. Man. Kanye's weird, too. Though. Yeah, Kanye, is, Kanye is, is going through some things. I want to pray for my brother. If I ever make it to that level, I want to have a conversation with him. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to have a conversation with Kanye last. Not the new one. I would love to pick his brain when back in the day. You know what? I may yeah. I may still want to pick his brain about music and stuff like that. But Kanye West, besides that, you know what I mean? Like when you start to when you when you got so much shit in your head, you start to put things in different places in your head. Yeah. And you start to try to rationalize shit that, you know, try to make sense to you, which I understand. You know what I mean? Like, I always try to rationalize shit. Like, today, I made a post, and I was just talking about, like, you know, like, we as church people or black people, we be praising the hell out of church, man. Like, we be dancing, throwing stuff, running around, screaming, falling out. We do clown up in the church. We do a whole lot. And then we go back home to our mediocre or poor life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not even trying to compare white people to black people, but, you know, even on the other side, you know, like, majority of the white people you see, like, if you go to a white person's church, right, you know, it's usually, like, like, for instance, you see that big-ass church? It's like, like the Life Center or something like that. It's, like, everywhere. It's, like, yeah. one over in Leewood. It's, like, a mega church there, and they got, like, different ones everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And it's majority white people that go to these churches. And I don't know if it's an hour or two hours or whatever. It's like 15 but, minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can see, like, these churches are, like, building. You know what I mean? They big-ass churches. Not saying all churches, no, all black churches are not big or whatever like that. But we sitting up there still worried about the goddamn building fund. Yeah, exactly. I saw, before I forget this, I saw, uh, it was a black church, I think it was in North Carolina, and they paid off, like, 400 people's, like, medical bills. Mm. Like, $7.8 million. Mm. I wish I had a research, I read the story, but it's like, like I remember every detail, but I was like, that's dope. Like, mm. that's what I look forward to. If you got a huge-ass church, like, we, you know what I mean, yeah. we both got different opinions. I don't, yeah. I don't think you should just... Like it ain't your job to help everybody. Yeah. When somebody's in need, but they did step up and volunteer and like that was dope. Took care of four hundred people's medical bills. I don't know what the fuck uh call um uh, uh conditions they had because seven point eight million dollars is a lot of fucking money. But you know, seven point eight million dollars ain't really a lot of money. Like when you when you in the aspect of if you have a mega church and everybody got medical expenses, that shit. Yeah. Some people got cancer, bro. Well, yeah. And that shit add the fuck up. I yeah. think. I think. I think. I don't know what they did, but I'm pretty sure they did it in the aspect of, all right, we paying this much, you know, off, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we want to make sure everybody can get a certain amount of money. You're going to get your payments caught up. Yeah, we'll probably get your payments <laughs> caught up. You're going to get your current, <laughs> man, y'all, you know what I mean? You got to do what you do. Right. And then I don't even know if they actually, you know, like, that's kind of hard to, maybe, you know, like with a mega church, maybe everybody had to bring in their medical copies and shit like that and mm-hmm. then get them paid off. That would have been dope. But they just handing out checks because... <laughs> Because they like, you know, like, oh, this is what's due. Oh, well, here, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was some kind of process, but I still think it was dope just to gesture y'all yeah, doing it. Because they didn't dope. have to. They didn't have to do it at all. You know what I mean? Churches, like, um, they 
It's not their job to save everybody, so you mm. couldn't really talk shit about them if they didn't pay your medical bills because yeah. I've never heard that. But it was dope that they did. Yeah, that is dope. I think sometimes churches get a bad rap because people don't understand that they are a business. Like, yeah. think about Forever 21. Like, <laughs> Forever 21 is going out of business. They're going bankrupt. And you're thinking, like, damn, how you going to go bankrupt? Like, yeah. uh, like you a billion-dollar company or a million-dollar company. I don't know. But mm-hmm. you, like, how you going to go fucking bankrupt, though, right? Yeah. It's like, ain't nobody buying our shit. Exactly. And it's like the church. It's kind of like if we don't got the people in there paying their offering, mm-hmm. the church is going to fail. Especially if you expand to a mega church. Because it's now you especially. have to keep that motherfucker afloat. Yeah, especially if you're in a mega church. That shit don't make no sense. I've never bro. been to a mega church, but I'll tell you this. I, I do want to go in one. I went to I went to Pastor T.D. Jake's church, and it was huge. Damn, where is that again? It's Dallas. in Texas, right? Dallas. Okay. Well, it may be outside of Dallas, but I think the you know Dallas metro area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hella big church. Like they, like we went to church and it was like in the old building. Yeah, and that church was kind of big. And I was like, "What the? F- <laughs> the church so, so where's the new building?" And yeah, they escort you over to the new building. He was like, "Oh, okay. God damn, about a couple more hundred thousand people in here." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nah. And how I, did they act? Like you said, we the way we get down, get the Holy Ghost, do some flips. And shit oh, like it's that. even worse. How do they there? act with a hundred thousand people in that it, motherfucker? It's worse there because. I think what way that they do it is, you know, of course, 100,000 people ain't running around, but you got the people in the front that's doing all the running and shit, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you got the choir going up, <laughs> and then they usually, the because you know the front, if you ever see, if you ever see a church uh, thing on, online or whatever, they, they be posting those clips. If you ever see one of those clips, you always see the people in the front <laughs> getting the Holy Ghost. You know, of course, the people in the back, they just showing the people in the back and they seats, you know, praising God, but the people in the front, yeah, I went there one time. They was running <laughs> back and forth. This is what made me mad. <laughs> like, like the pastor, his whole his whole uh, his whole uh, sermon was about kind of like don't punk out or don't 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 step back or something like that. But it was all about money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, you knew you didn't know where he was going at the end. But at the end, you was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know okay. what I mean? Because then, you know, you wrap people in into a slogan or a saying or a phrase, mm-hmm. and then people was like, oh, I got to I gotta give because mm-hmm. I can't punk out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, don't punk out on God. Don't punk out. You've been punking out your whole life. Damn. Punking out on your kids. Punking out on your job. Mm-hmm. Punking out on your payments. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, God didn't make you no punk. God made you a real man. A real mm-hmm. man going to step up and take care of his kids. Go to work, put food on the table, and you like, hell yeah. Like, I'm a real man. Yeah. I'm a real man. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what I want to do today? Who got $5,000 right now? <laughs> Who got $5,000 right now? I ain't now? no punk. I got 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they just I got 10,000. You ain't no punk, brother. How much you got, brother? I got another 11,000. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't no sissies in here. <laughs> God damn now, it. Now they done raised a million dollars. Good sermon, Pastor. Yeah. I'm broke as hell, boy. Right. You showed out. <laughs> and that's the only thing that made me bad because I looked at my dad. He was like, I ain't no punk. I'm giving 800. Whoa, brother. Hold on, nigga. We broke. I just asked you for forty dollars yeah. yesterday. Nah, we ain't giving no eight hundred dollars. He goes, you don't tell what to do with my money. No, no, because I was like, watch what they do with that money. You don't know where your money's going. He was like, it's going towards the ministry. I said, I want to be looking at my pops. Like, nigga, 
Do you see this ministry? <laughs> and do you see yours? <laughs> big ass ministry. What about our ministry? Yeah. <laughs> what the we, hell? Came, we came here to help our ministry. Sometimes you got to sow a seed. The seed has already been sowed, man. <laughs> and then this is what made me mad, right? The preach that it wasn't even uh, Pastor Jake's preaching. I was at a man conference yeah. that was at this church, right? And he was just, you know, he was in the pulpit. It was just wasn't his turn to preach, yeah, or his day to preach. And uh, they would they collected like. Some crazy about like one point two million dollars or something like that, and they was like, "I know what we want to do with this money. What we want to give it to Pastor T D Jakes. God damn, he didn't get paid to do this. He did this at the kindness of his heart. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like, now we don't get this. And we, he's like, we're gonna sell this suit into to you. Don't don't bring it to the church. Don't give it to your friend. You use that money for whatever you want to use it for. Your people is blessing you today, right? And I was just like. One point two million dollars. Does Damn. he does he really need one point two million dollars, or the people that just gave their money to him mm-hmm. need it back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, could could you think about like you just said they just paid off seven point one million dollars of they of they debt? You know what I mean? One point two million dollars, giving it back to everybody that was in that audience. You mm-hmm. could you could have came up with like five hundred dollars. Yeah. That could have went a long way. It could have went a long way. And T D Jackson's already rich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about the black churches, bro. It's kind of like I'm not, I don't know what the white church is doing for real, but I'm just saying like it seems we like we have to figure out what the white yeah, church is doing. We got to figure it out. We're bro. gonna have to sneak up and <laughs> see what they got going they, on. They in too fast. They're like, oh, niggas here. You got to show up on time. <laughs> I guess that's why they have a short service, so niggas won't come because you know we yeah, come late. Yeah, we like late. to get our church outfit on and come in about thirty minutes late so everybody can look back. Right. Everybody right. be looking back when you come in. Yeah, yeah. They every, just hear you. Yeah, they can hear you, bro. Like when you. <laughs> Oh, who's, oh, look at this nigga. Yeah, who, the, bro, who invited them? <laughs> Let y'all say something to them. They gonna sit with us? No? Look at Ron. How they know we was having church tonight? Yeah. <laughs> it's Sunday, motherfucker. <laughs> who? Who? Look, somebody go, go, somebody go greet him at the door. <laughs> That's what they write church. Hey, are, are you at the right church? <laughs> like, yeah, my friend, my buddy, he told me about this in HR. That HR? What's his name? Bob? Time. Oh, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> what you want to do, we're going to sit you back here. Bob is in the front. They're yeah. like, but, we, but it's... But it seats up there. No, we're gonna sit you right here. <laughs> this is our visitor section. You be walking up and the usher just cuts you off with that arm like now. Nah, you, yeah. you gotta go here. We know you. You see your driver's license, much. please. Driver's license. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, we're a church. We want to be protective here at church. Did you check everybody else's driver's license? <laughs> everybody's else are members. <laughs> oh my god. You're only non-member here. <laughs> I gotta ask you another question. You remember that viral story? It was started with a viral picture. It had this guy. He was uh, dealing with twins, and he had them both pregnant. Oh yeah, it was like at a baby shower or something. It was a long time ago. It might have the black dude, one or two some years. Hood rat shit. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. definitely some hood rat yeah, shit. Yeah. It was this guy that got these two, and now they got their babies. Now they both. He got oh, a son word. and a daughter. Uh huh. And um, now they starting a reality show with it. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Now he yeah, came with the most super ghetto shit. Damn. And now we starting a reality show. I just want to ask you this, because you know how hard it is when you dedicate yourself to one woman. It's mm-hmm. like women have needs, and, and, and those women turn into different people when you get in a relationship with. Now you care about this, you care about that. Could you handle like two women? Not just know. two women, they're both pregnant, they're both the the mothers of your kids. Like, could you do that? Man, I don't think anything's impossible, man. It just, I think it's just really just about dedication because think about with one though like just with one <laughs> one has got to be hard yeah one is already hard so two makes it harder but if one is easy and two is easy 
Why not? You know what I mean? Like if if it don't cause you no drama, it don't cause you no stress, and everybody's yeah. open and they all on the same page. That's a that's a thing. Like you can start a business. You can't start a business with just one person. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You gotta you gotta branch out to other people, get other people involved, and they gotta trust trust what you're saying. Yeah. So like I mean like if if those women can trust what he's saying and trust what he does and he vice versa can trust them, mm-hmm. then we can be in a good situation. But if it's on some hood shit and mm-hmm. we just doing this off us on some clout, like like oh we end this now we might as well fucking make this work. You <laughs> yeah. know that shit don't usually work. But if mm-hmm. you kind of like going in into being like hey like this is who I am. Yeah. Like I can't just see myself just being with you and I can't see myself just being with you either. Like. Mm-hmm. Either we can try to work on this friendship first and mm-hmm. then be all together in a relationship mm-hmm. or I'm just going to keep fucking both of y'all on the side <laughs> exactly. or or I'm going to get some new bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like, and, you know, and, and that's a, and that's a thing like because I think polygamy could be a really good thing for a lot of people because especially for black people. I don't know, man. I don't know the history of polygamy, so don't don't stone me or anything like that. I don't yeah. know. I know some people throw back in slavery like they did polygamy back in slavery on some dumb shit but yeah on some racism shit but i don't know man like i'd be feeling like sometimes i'd be feeling like like this person on the left is not giving everything that you want out of a person Mm -hmm. and then this person on the right got the other half that they're giving that you probably missing Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to choose between two or three or whatever right yeah and then sometimes it's kind of like okay you depend on me you know what i mean to be there for you financially and you also depend on me to be there for you mentally. And on the other side, it's like you want me to be here because I'm also here for you mentally and mm-hmm. financially as well. And then on the vice versa, you here, you're watching the kids, you being a good home mother. And then over here, you're a good working person. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just network that shit if we just stay in, stay this this bond in, in our circle? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think people where it go wrong at is the outside. Yeah. Have you ever seen Colts, nigga? The Colts, not the football team. <laughs> but... say, I seen them at Bills last week. <laughs> they did beat y'all last week. <laughs> but like the Colts, C U L T S. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I got you. Like, you can't break up a goddamn Colt. Like, I mean, the Colts is not gonna break up themselves from the inside. It's gonna start breaking out from the outside. Yeah. It's gonna be whatever from the outside is breaking up on the inside. Like, and that's how it always happened. If we in this secluded ass place and nobody is in our business, then the only thing that goes around here is what we discuss. You know exactly. what I mean? But when you start putting other people into this shit and you got outsiders coming in, asking questions and poking at it and saying, why the fuck would you had these, had this like this? Or why the fuck y'all following this man? Like, why the fuck exactly. is going on here? Then it's like, you get these doubts in your mind and they could be good doubts or bad doubts, you know, whatever. But if we all on the same page, I don't see a problem with it. That's the thing I was saying about this, because this situation, not only is it two women, these are sisters. Not oh, just sisters, word. they're twin sisters. Word. So everybody is going to have an opinion on this shit, like for the rest of their lives if they make it. Yeah. And it's, it's like- It's too much. Yeah, because then you could, all right, as a young man, you start thinking about that shit. We all got our fantasies and shit, and we try to mm-hmm. get into a situation. Some situations that we know we shouldn't get on, that's what makes it more exciting. Right. You get in, and now, like, three or four years later, it's like, okay, well- these women are kind of weird. These motherfuckers yeah. were born. They were in the same womb for nine months, and they came out, and they see no problem with mm-hmm. having sex with the same man, having babies by the same man. And now if you want to take it to another level, can you get married legally? Like, can you marry two women legally in America? Like, I don't even know if you could do that. It's like, mm-hmm. man, it would just be so hard for me, because I know with one woman, once you get to the level, like, if you, yeah, you could deal with m- multiple women if you're not, 
like if your feelings are in check. Once mm-hmm. your feelings get into it, it's like, okay, well, now you love this woman. And I guess another question I want to ask, that's the biggest one. Can you love two women equally? Not just a little bit of love. You know what I mean? Like, can you be in love with two women? Like, does that, can that, is that even possible? I, I'm in love with both of y'all. I think you'd be in love with two people. I just think that you could, you would love them in different ways. And I don't think yeah. it's unequal, but I think it's just in different ways. Like, you can love one in a way where you would drop anything and run, you know, from any drop of a dime because they need you. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. are holding them up. Like, so if they were like, oh, I'm going through depression mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about killing myself, you would run and go go rescue them, right? While yeah. the other one is mentally sane and they're like, oh, like, I'm doing depression. You know, like, all right, read a book. You'll be all right. <laughs> but if that per- that same woman, if she Look like- T.D. Jakes, I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> if that same woman was like, if that same woman was like, I don't know, you know, I ain't got my rent pay. I don't know. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm coming over there and getting you. Now, the one over here, I probably won't pay her rent because she wouldn't pay that shit back. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But I know, like, you over here, you, you, I mean, like, even if you don't pay it back, I know you'll get it back at me in a different type of way. I know you're yeah. good for making sure financially I'm good, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think you can just love people in different ways and different aspects. I don't think it would be the same. And I think some people get jealous because it's not the same. You know what I mean? You can be in love with two people. That's a good point. And then they like, then they like, why you do that for her? You don't do that for me. It's like, I'm just loving her differently than I'm loving you. Like, mm-hmm. it probably won't never be the same. I mean, I'm pretty sure you went through relationships mm-hmm. and you was like, I've been through relationships and I've been like, I, I did some stupid ass shit with this mm-hmm. one. But I ain't about to do that stupid ass shit with you. Exactly. Like you better than her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not about to be playing these type of games with mm-hmm. you that I was playing with her. Yeah. And that don't mean I love her any less. Mm-hmm. It's just that I over here I was being stupid. And over here I'm not gonna be stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like as you love people, you grow up and you like ah, I love I love in different ways now. Like you you love Tasha differently now. Mm-hmm. Like you can't love her like you love your exes. Mm-hmm. And that don't mean that you take that like not saying that you didn't love your exes. You know what I mean? My old love wasn't shit. Yeah, see, that's what, exactly, <laughs> exactly. My I old felt, love wasn't shit. I felt like my last relationship was like a real actual love. Like I was really in love, you know, with this woman. And I think my marriage, though, mm-hmm. I was in love with this woman, but I was in love with it in a different type of manner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I would never go back to that type of love again. Mm-hmm. So I think you can love people, but. It, it it be on two different levels, and that's and it sucks because you know you may be thinking like, damn, like, like I love this man, but he treated me like he don't love me back, or exactly. no, he don't treat me like he don't he treated me like, like, her love is greater than my love, you know what I mean? But yeah. it ain't no difference. I'm just doing it differently. Like I like I like going out with her, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I said I don't like going out with you, but every time I go out with you, I got to pay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I still love hanging out with you and vibing with you and smoking and chilling and drinking and partying or whatever. Exactly. But then I go out with her and we going on trips and shit. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, she on a whole different level, which is cool, but I don't love you no less. Yeah. I agree with that. That's Like, and point. I don't love her no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't smoke and vibe and all the other shit with mm-hmm. her like that. You know what I mean? But we, we enjoy going on our trips together. We enjoy, yeah. you know, our moments when we can, when we're not busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, I would love for something like that to happen. I would love for me to be in a particular place where I could, I could, I, I don't want to be no ruler. I don't want to be no person that has to dictate rules and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to vibe with who I'm vibing with. And I don't want to have to pick and choose, you know, like this way or other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, as a man, then sometimes you feel like, all right, I'm in this relationship with this girl, and 
her body ain't as much as what I want it to be or something yeah. like that. And I know that shit sounds bad, but that's why niggas sounds cheat. Sounds a little vain. Yeah, but that's why niggas cheat sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you like a person for their personality or, you know, the good head on their shoulders and shit. But mm-hmm. you're like, damn, like, she don't really got no big titties. <laughs> she got a fat ass. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, every yeah. once in a while, I like a fat ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think, and even though, like, I don't. Like I wouldn't search just for women, just for like uh, their physical qualities. Like it got to be something else with it too. Right. Because just like you said, we were talking about earlier in the show. You meet a woman and she's she looks good. Her appearance is is the way you like it, and then her attitude ain't shit. Right. So right. you know, I think a lot of men and women too, y'all, we'll mess up chasing something else, and it's not like what we got at home. It's like okay, her fucking butt is four inches bigger, but. Her attitude ain't shit. She don't care about you. She wouldn't be there for you when you need it and all that shit. I think, like, you got to make more adult decisions now. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to Tasha, like, this shit, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. My last relationship, with some of y'all that have been listening to the show a long time, like, I got fucked off in my last relationship. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was just, like, a scheming, conniving, deceitful <laughs> person. All of that? All of it. Damn. And it was like, it didn't really all come out. I was, you know, I've always been a gambler as far as like advancing my life. So I, w- I was doing what I wanted to do, party promoting, stuff like that. And stuff was going good for a while. But as soon as those dollars slowed down a little bit, mm-hmm. then the person that she was all along, because I found out that was the person she was all along, mm-hmm. then that person came out like basically, okay, well now I'm just going to try to push your ass away. Like what I was in it for was different than what you were in it for. And, and yeah, so, so basically, I didn't say my heart got broken because it was, it was like, uh, I should have left before I left, so I already knew what it was. So it's hard to get your heart broke when you already see what's going on and all that shit, and when they finally say, okay, well, I'm done. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah. I saw that coming, so, yeah. you know what I mean? I should have left a long time ago. But I didn't let that damage me. A lot of people let prior relationships damage them, and then they come in and poison the next one. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bring any of that bullshit from the last one because I was like, okay, this woman I know is a good woman. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to bring in this uh, these insecurities and scared to get my heart broken and all that shit. I think, like when people say you should take some time, I think you should. Yeah. Like I took some time to get myself together. Like if you already together and That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Like p- women don't like that shit. Women don't understand. Like you got to take some time to get you together. Yeah. Like I can't be, like you said, you can't be good to nobody else until you got yourself together. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, and I, I, w- I was all the way fucked up on my fucking back when I left her. Well, mm-hmm. when she left my ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She drug me outside and locked the door. So mm-hmm. when she did that, <laughs> it was like, okay, would you still feel the same way now if you were okay? And I wouldn't have. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think the relationship would have lasted that long nope. if I was just self-sufficient and I was more empowered within myself. It Dang. wouldn't have fucking even hurt. It probably yeah. wouldn't even last as long. Yeah. So I came into this situation 100% me, and she was already 100% her, and I think that's the only way it could work. If you depended in any way on another person, don't get me wrong, I've seen things work because some people are that fucking, they got that in them, well, okay, well, I see where, I see uh, her or his weaknesses, I'm gonna help with that, we're gonna build something strong, but not everybody is patient enough to say, okay, I'm gonna fucking build you up, Finish building me up. That takes a lot. As a matter of fact, it takes yeah. a lot, and and not everybody is fucking capable of doing it. So I would rather just come in. I got myself together. Yeah. I knew her, but it was like I told her, I'm not going. I'm not going back to what I just left. Yeah. So just give me a little bit. Let me get my shit exactly. together. <laughs> and she waited. So that's why I was like, you know what? You yeah. the one. 
Yeah, exactly. And I tell people that all the time. Like sometimes a nigga, you know, like a a good dude, like he ain't gonna want to, he don't want he don't want to depend on nobody. You know what I mean? Like a good dude that want to be on his own feet, he don't want to depend on staying at the girl house or driving her car or man. trying to you know trying to be a man and you know you lose your power if you don't step you if you ain't got your shit together right mm-hmm. so it's like you choosing women based off of how you can depend on them mm-hmm. until you can choose somebody until you can choose somebody that like because you just want to be happy you know what i mean yeah it's two different things like you know i'd be hearing some some of my homeboys not my homeboys some people i hear like dudes they just be like and she got money Nigga, and you got money. Like I don't understand why. <laughs> why that's why that's why, that, why, why that's is the, that important? Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you you trying to get money out of it, which is which is a young man's game. You know exactly. what I mean? But when you got your own shit, nobody can't buy you, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's what women try to do. I remember I was dating this chick, and she had bought me this cardigan, right? And I was like, don't buy me shit because we're not together. And you know, blah blah blah. I go over her house one time, two cardigans just sitting there. And I'm looking like, <laughs> damn, this some nice ass cardigans, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, baby! I was, I was like, I was like, uh, nah, I can't accept these cards. She was like, boy, shut up! Like, this ain't nothing like that. Just take the cardigans. I seen you trying to get your style back. You know, <laughs> take the cardigans. I'm trying to put you in the game, right? I'm yeah. Like, All right, fuck it. I see what you're trying to do. You trying to put a nigga back in the game? And I was like, but how much are they? I give you the money for. It. She was like, she took the receipt, threw, threw it in the trash, right? Mm-hmm. She said, don't even worry about it. it. Ain't it? Ain't shit, right? I go out one night and I got that fly ass cardigan on. And yeah. I meet my ex girlfriend. Now, uh, you know, she wasn't my ex at the time. It was put my, them bitches in my cardigan. Yeah, so you know, we take a little picture, or whatever, in the cardigan or whatever. You know, being funny or whatever. Next thing I know, yeah. oh, so now you, now you got bitches and blah blah uh, blah, all up in the cardigan. I bought you and like this niggas ain't <laughs> blah blah blah. And she's like, you didn't give me the cardigans back or give me my money back. I was like, bitch, this ain't shit. Like, you want your money? You're like, how much was it? She like forty dollars. I'm like, fuck it here, forty dollars. <laughs> like, we meet up, get her forty dollars, and she just drives the fuck off all extra man. And I'm looking like, I told you over some cardigans, right? And that's the thing, like when you know, like a, a, a the nigga that don't have no money or don't you know whatever, like he would let that girl control him because he know like. Like you said, like you had to sleep on the couch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you let somebody control you when you ain't got your own shit, mm-hmm. and you can't. Like now you got your own shit. Now nobody yeah. can control you. That, that that old lady come back talking about you want to sleep on the couch. Like nah, <laughs> I'm cool. I got my own couch now. <laughs> well, I could have slept in the bed, but like I said, I would have had to give it up. Damn, you know what bro. I mean? I, I can't believe you didn't sleep in the bed. I was bro. a pe- Well, I did, but only when she didn't sleep in it. Because she didn't really sleep in that motherfucker a lot. She had like a TV room and she would sleep back there. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, she like she had a dope ass like room with like this huge TV, Damn, big comfortable couch. And so she just fucking slept back there. No, I didn't get in that bed though. But uh, man, this is a weird time when it comes to females and shit. Like, I'm... All right, first of all, I'm 42 years old, so I mm-hmm. remember women when they didn't... First of all, women never have to say, I got money. Right. Women are attractive. We chase women. The way the world is set up, we want them. These are the motherfuckers. We hunting their ass, basically. Mm-hmm. Now you got these women on Facebook and, and, and social media and in real life were like, okay, well, let me impress these niggas. And I think something went wrong. If Like, if we were the fucking sex that... We're always being pursued. It's like you don't have to add anything to it. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not gonna want you more because you have money. It's like now it's a lot of turnoffs now because you think I'm gonna want you because of your money. When women, when men have been wanting y'all for hundreds since the beginning of time, just for who y'all are. Right. 
some of it may be animalistic. We, you know, what I mean, sexual desires and stuff like that. But like, when you throw money into the pot, I think women like that. Like, I just kind of, I don't, like, I don't understand them, and and I can't. It kind of throws me off because it's like you just throwing something extra in there, and it's like it, you know, there's just no reason for it. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna want you more because you say I make my own money and I and I pay my own bills. Like you're supposed to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like what? Who who's supposed to be doing that shit? Exactly. I never, man. What do I don't you, know. It's so complicated. I it's think. like, what do you give? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you 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 got what you're supposed to have, but what what what? Where do I fall in that? Like, what do I get out of you? Exactly. And I don't want. I don't want the money. I don't want your crib. I don't want all of that. And I just don't want the conversation. Mm-hmm. How do you know where the fuck are we building towards? Like, do you know how to build? Do you, exactly. Do you know how to communicate what you want and what mm-hmm. you need? Do you know how to make a plan to get us there? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how to listen? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to get feedback? Do you know? How to manage your Preach, money. Brother. Do you I mean like this is all the things that I feel like I still need to know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But relationship just ain't based off of just feelings no more, man. It gotta be based off a lot more. Like you get hurt too much to just be basing relationships off of feelings no more. Yeah. It's like exactly. It's like, damn, like we're or like are we gonna be tripping? You know, like we're gonna go on the trips, we're gonna go on vacations, are we gonna be like are you gonna be able to have my back? I remember you had said like Tasha show up at places where your people's at that you can't get to. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, like can you get to the places where I can't get to? <laughs> exactly. Like I'm at work. Like can you can you go by my mama's house and you know make sure my presence is felt? Exactly. Like that's some deep ass shit, bro. Bro, like do my family in the world. do my family like you enough for you to show up by yourself over there? Like I need to know what you bring. You know what I mean? And like even with dudes, like you can't just bring financial no more. Like what else do you bring? Can you can you help her out when she not when she's not feeling so beautiful? Exactly. Are you able to understand her when she can't communicate well to you about how she feels? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Can you can you can you surprise her with shit that you know that she likes that she she can't get herself or she don't want to get herself? You know what I mean? Like this is a lot of shit that I feel like people need to come with like. Like and it's just it just I don't know relationships is just what it is. That's why people break up all the time because it's it's just one sided most of the time. And you have to do so much to not break up. That's why I yeah. told Tasha I was like, look, this is gonna be my end. and she said the same thing. Like, dude, we we both over forty. We want something that's gonna last. Like, right. I did get corny after I started after I was involved with it. Yeah, of course. Because it's like okay, I want some forever shit now, and I never thought that way. Mm. Like, we shouldn't talk about, okay, you know what I mean? When we 70 years old, I want to be with you. I want to know, like, I shouldn't say little things because she got this personality, like, right now with, like, she's, like, an older woman. Mm-hmm. She got this older, like, a grandma aura, I tease her about. But it's like, I want to be with you when we 70 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whatever comes with that, I'm ready for that. And we talk about stuff like that. It's like, you got to really listen, too. You got to listen to women. Like, I tell her, like, at first, like, and this is some crazy stuff I'm about to say because it's like a lot of our friends th- feel like, okay, well, they kind of think it's my fault. Like, oh, oh Ron just kind of separated itself from everybody and shit. I was like, you know what? I want to take the time to get to know her because I realized one day, like, we didn't really know everything about each other. I remember you had said that. And, and it's like, bro, if you don't do that shit when you're in a relationship, yeah. you fucking have to back up and, like, y'all just take y'all time. The free time y'all got, y'all could be working on y'all. Yeah. It's cool to go out and have fun and play cards, have space nights and shit, but when you don't see each other all the time and you always splitting your time with somebody else, 
then that shit is just gonna linger and linger and linger. Dude, the 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 biggest thing is spending time, bro. And like people don't understand what spending time actually is. And it's just not just sitting here just talking all day. Sometimes it's spending time like going to go do an activity, going on a date. Like I need to know who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like like you go out by yourself and you a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know that person. I want to know I wanna, exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to get just this version of you. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want to know like, do you kick it like this? Mm-hmm. You know, like can I trust you? Why are you kicking it like this? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I want to know like if I'm around your family, how you act. I want to know you. I want to go out of town. Want to take a road trip. I want to be on the road exactly. and see like what the fuck are we gonna talk about while we on the road? <laughs> like what are we gonna do while we on this road? Mm-hmm. Like what are we gonna do while we on this trip? Like mm-hmm. if I told you like plan a trip, are you gonna be able to plan the things that I like? Exactly. That's like, why you do gotta you listen. know me. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? You know what? That's the greatest fucking question you can ask the person you with. Do you know me? Right. Tell me something about me I haven't told you. Exactly. Because they should be listening. Yeah. If you've been together two, three years and the motherfucker can't tell you, like, remember little details that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Like when you was t- talking about giving them a gift and they got to be this huge little shit. No. She could be. She could say something about her grandmother used to, I mean, my grandma used to love these little butterfly statues or something. She had them all over and yeah. it broke my heart when she lost them. But she said it three years ago, you don't even remember the shit. Yeah. You yeah. show up with a goddamn butterfly, that motherfucker gonna be excited. That's gonna be a lot, a lot more exciting. <laughs> that motherfucker better than Hell a goddamn yeah. steak dinner from Longhorn. Yeah, it right, right now. Where's close? Right now. It's close. <laughs> you going too far? <laughs> you throwing? You all right, throwing, all right. I got a little. I got a raspberry little bit too lemonade in there, and then this is done deal. I don't know about no goddamn. Statues of butterflies. <laughs> yeah, that little porcelain statue missed something to her. That was her that's childhood. True. That's true, man. And that's the thing, man. People like listening, going out, having fun. I think that's. I think my last relationship why why it didn't work because we stopped dating each other. It was just like we just came conducive to being at home all the fucking time. It wasn't like so worried about why we can't find a babysitter. It was kind of like. We need to try harder to find a babysitter. We need to try harder to plan it. We need to plan shit and, and, and go out and do shit. But when you yeah. stop, when you stop dating, because we always growing. So when you stop dating, you also stopping the conversation about growth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, damn, like, like for instance, like say that we, when we first started dating, like we would just go to like to uh, McDonald's and Burger King and mm-hmm. shit like that. Now I got a little bread in my pocket. I'm going out to Longhorns, but I ain't taking <laughs> your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like it's like, it's like you see the growth, but I ain't growing with you. Exactly. And I need you to grow with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I need you to be able to act a certain way when we out to these places that are not McDonald's anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to know you. You know what I mean? I need to continuously continuously get to know you. Exactly. Because if let's say that you get into a business and you like, oh, I got a whole bunch of work parties I have to go to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I want you to go with me. And I'm sitting there in the work party, just sitting there mad the whole fucking time because you got this work party going on and these are your people. Mm. But I don't know how to act around them because you don't put me around them. Exactly. Like we growing separately now. Like you growing over here in this area and you talking in your white voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like, where the fuck did she get a white voice? <laughs> what the fuck is that? We ain't been hanging out enough. You know what I mean? I need to know why you got this white voice. Like, what are I supposed to act when I'm around this environment? Mm-hmm. Don't give me like this small little speech when we pulling up. Like, exactly. Like, like, I need to start. This want to give you instructions. Yeah. This, this is how you act. Don't say nothing. Right. Just smile. And, and this is what I learned from old relationships. Before we get off of this and get on our last topic, this is what I learned from old relationships as opposed to the one I'm in now. Mm-hmm. You know when a person really loves you. You know when a person wants to be involved with you. Like, let's just say, like when I talk to my girl at work now, like I used to deal with women, and 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 I really didn't care. I didn't really think about it. 
But like a lot of people didn't even. Have you ever met? Like, have you ever like your girl introduce you to somebody? Like, she see this motherfucker every day, mm-hmm. and that motherfucker was like, "Shit, damn, I didn't know you had a boyfriend." Right. It's like that shit ain't cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I like the woman yeah. that talks about because I talk about as you can see, I talk about it on this damn show. I talk mm-hmm. about it at work. Like motherfucker asks, "Hey, how your girl doing?" I ain't never fucking with well, some of them have. Yeah. I ain't never seen her. Right. 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 I would talk to my girl on the phone, and she's just like, uh, like if I call her and she's not on break or something, and she gets up from her desk and uh. And walk wherever she's fucking walking to. And motherfuckers is like, you know what I mean? Uh, people are speaking and shit. Oh, I'm talking to my fiance. Oh, oh I remember one time she said, I'm talking to my boyfriend. That's your fiance. How many times have I told you? <laughs> so you know that this person is talking about you yeah. outside of work. It's yeah. like, when you get older, you, I think you just need more out of relationship. Yeah, you do. It's more than just, okay, I'm having sex every day. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is a girl I go to the movies with every once in a while. Like, you just need more, and I don't think people know how to give more. Uh, they just don't want to make themselves so vulnerable because they. You can't walk around this world scared of being hurt. Yeah. Put it out there. You gonna man, you're gonna get hurt. Somebody gonna tap dance on your fucking heart every once in a while. But if you don't if you just walk around with this shield, then you're never gonna find a person to be with. Then you're gonna be these these old people with no relation. Not saying that you need one, but some people do come off bitter because they by themselves. Yeah, I think I think we all need somebody. Uh, and it may just be a cousin or a friend or whatever, but when you can have somebody that you also can meet your sexual needs and your intimacy levels, like that's big too. Like I feel like sex to me is like a, a, a stress relief. Like sometimes when I like after I have Hell sex, yeah, I just I'm feel like right now. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like I remember one time I had sex and the girl was like a, a day later she was like, damn you happy as fuck. I was like, I feel relieved as <laughs> fuck. Like, feel like I can run a mile now. You know what I mean? All this shit been holding me down. You know what I mean? The pressure off. Yeah, and then you, for you to be able to do that with somebody and trust that person too with it, I mean, like, that's hella dope, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of people don't got that. I know a dude that's like damn near forty, and his girlfriend is like twenty five, and yeah, you know, like he looks young though. He looks hella young, so he they look like they the same age. Yeah, but. If you knew him, then you'll know like he was a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't ever fucking tell the difference. But they go everywhere together, mm-hmm. and they vibe very well together. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're around each other, talking, communicating, mm-hmm. going places, doing shit. Mm-hmm. And it don't matter what age gap it is. It don't matter what level you're at. Mm-hmm. It's just about that building stage. And as long as they stay building, ain't nothing going to break it down. No, I think that's great. But one thing about that, like that works for a lot of people. But one thing that I will, that I'm like afraid of, I should say that's the word. If I was single and I was to deal with like a 25 year old or a 26 year old, it's mm-hmm. like, only because I've been in those situations, like a lot of them haven't been through what they exactly. should go through first. Exactly. And it's like, sometimes they may get a little bit of, you know what I mean, curiosity. Okay, well I haven't did this. I haven't dated this type of dude. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? It's Just scary. Like, yeah, it's scary yeah, as fuck scary. because your heart gonna be broke because of course this motherfucker's like a trophy. This yeah. little tight 26 yeah. year old motherfucker. And then yeah. all of a sudden she break your fucking heart yeah. because, and it, man, it might not even be anything like uh, like real malicious trying to hurt you, but if she come to you and tell you, well, yeah. you know what? I jumped into this a little yeah. bit too early. I just want to kind of, and you know how many is. You just want to fuck other people. Yeah. But they have the right to say, okay, I want to explore a little bit. Yeah. I want to go through some things first. And then, you know what I mean, if it comes back. Because you're young. You yeah, want, you're you young. Want, you want to be young and dumb. But then there's some people that just be like, nah, like I know exactly what I want. I exactly. want this shit. And I don't really care about nothing on the outside. If you can find that person Dude. in a 26-year-old body, you Man. are fucking, you done came up, nigga. That's what I tell people they shouldn't get married young. Like right now, where I'm at in life, I think a few more years from now, I think I'd be really ready for marriage, like on some real shit. Like, 
Like I can give my all, I can have my life set up, I can know I'm building with somebody. But when you in twenty, when you in your twenties, it's kind of like you you still trying to figure you out for real. Yeah, like you really. I mean, like I don't think most people figure themselves out or start to figure themselves out until they get in their thirties. Yeah, like because there's a lot of fails and trying to get back on your feet and a lot of fails and trying to get back on your feet and then you finally get back on your feet and then you just want to enjoy that shit for a little bit mm-hmm. but then you try then you start to think like what you thinking like mm-hmm. nigga like I'm serious about my relationships now mm-hmm. like I'm serious about my life now like I'm on my feet like I ain't trying to none of that like when you're not on your feet you do young and dumb shit man you do young and dumb shit because you have to accept a lot more oh yeah because when you're not on your feet and you're in a relationship like if you can't like let's say if it if you can't afford to pay a car note, and, and it's just some true, ghetto shit, true. and her car note's behind, and she said, I got to borrow some money from my motherfucker. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you can't fucking talk shit. Exactly. Uh, I had to call my ex and borrow $400. You know, we still friends. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you? You can't yeah. pay the motherfucker. You couldn't pay it's the It's a lot of things that you got to accept, and I've been through that. And some of that shit hurt, but it's Young like, okay. Dumb. All right, well, shit, you gonna fucking force her to not do it? Yeah. And you can't pay it? Now you ain't got a car. Now you ain't got no car. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a lot of things you got to go for when you're not on the level True. that you should be as you. So before y'all get in a relationship, man, get yourself together. Don't worry about if they together because once you get yourself, and if you love a person, that person loves you. Once they see you in a, at a certain place, right? they'll rise to that. If they don't, then that ain't the one for you. Exactly, exactly. Last thing I'm going to say, I, dude, I got to do this one more time this week. I got to praise Tyler Perry. Just give me a few tell, minutes. Tell, tell me about Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is a is a boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler Perry, Bill, we talked we talked y'all about this and I I've learned more since last week. Tyler Perry built Tyler Perry Studios, a 330-acre facility and this is like bigger than like Disney, Warner Brothers and it was one of the studios that compared like combined. Mm-hmm. The man has just so much like okay, what was so dope? I wish I could I wish we could have got invited, but we ain't nobody yet. They had the grand opening, big celebrities, Oprah, Beyonce, Jay-Z, and everybody on down to fucking Lil Bow Wow. Bow Wow showed up, my hero. So mm-hmm. this man had, has like a real, like the sets that are on this man's lot are fucking magnificent. He got a real church. Like it's going to be, you know Tyler Perry in his movies, it's going to be used like a motherfucker. He had them all packed in that church, real church, his church. Had Shirley Caesar, the Clark sisters, and like he showed his ass. Like, I'm coming to my church. I just think it's so dope because I, man, it turns me into a big ass kid. Like, what if you own a facility like that? Like, you could take your family and drive in through these motherfuckers. These ain't sets where, like, you go behind it and there ain't nothing there. Right. These are, like, huge fucking, you got communities. Like, if you were to, say, if you were driving through Manhattan or something, you came on this neighborhood, three or four blocks of brownstones and shit. You got some shit on, you got some shit like that there. That's your shit. Like, if you want to live in these, these are not sets. These are actual fucking buildings. Like I said, the White House, a fucking church, a diner. Damn, like, all of these. a whole little city? Bro, he has a city within the city of Atlanta. Damn. And I just think it's like the dopest shit ever. Of course, you got the sound stages where you're shooting TV shows. You got this fucking, you know what I mean, how they yeah. had a living room and the bedroom and shit. You got all that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so, like, all of these people, like, Whoopi Goldberg Is this said, new? Because I remember, I remember people saying he had his own studios. He was building it for a while because it takes like man, he's been building a lot of stuff on okay, there for like I'd say three or four years. That makes sense. Maybe even five, but he right. had the grand open, I guess. And but he got so much room, he's buying up like all of this land, bro, and he could just expand it. And it's gonna make him so much money because of smaller production companies. Like you can't just go to Warner Brothers. Like hey, can I shoot a movie? Exactly, Y'all shit. Exactly. They only fuck with the big production companies. Yeah. 
It's like he just paving the way for so many people to walk through that fucking door. Like people yeah. don't look at it like that. Like young movie producers and film writers and all that shit. He's hiring these motherfuckers. Like you know a lot of people. We know niggas. Niggas send their resume in. Ain't got yeah. nothing. Hey, man, I could talk real good, you know right. what I mean? But it's still good that he's, like, just putting, shining a light on black art, black um, entrepreneurs and stuff like that, bro. It's just so fucking dope. Yeah. I want to go there. I went, when I was in Atlanta, I went, I Googled tours, but they weren't offering tours because it wasn't officially open. Oh, okay. But now they go I'm right, there. I'm right, I'm, I've been thinking about booking me Whoa. a trip to Atlanta before the years. Up. Atlanta and New York is two places that I have never went to. I've never been to New York, but I want to get back to Atlanta first because- Atlanta, I love my people, bro. Atlanta is just so full of fucking black people just fucking being successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more than just Amigos and Gold Teeth. It's like you ride. I was on the highway. This is how you notice. Like, you just notice things. Like, you know how you uh, you driving and shit? I'm in my car. And mm-hmm. you just see like, oh, shit, look at that. You know, everybody knows um, the Ferraris and the, the Lambos and shit like that. You see one of those on the highway, you ride by. And you're like, I wonder who gonna be in here. Just a regular nigga, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit. That's Pancho. There right, ain't nobody, but right. he, he's successful. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that shit is just so fucking inspiring. It's like, bro, you go here and people Damn. are just living these. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of people there still trying to make it. Everybody's striving mm-hmm. to get find their niche there because that's one of those places that we go to. It's like the black mecca right now. But right. there's a lot of people there just doing their thing. And I'm proud of them. I'm mm-hmm. happy for their ass. And Tyler Perry, we need 24-7 security. Hey, for real. <laughs> for real. I don't want nothing to happen to this man because he's going to call so much. Like, those big I movie he, studio owners are scared. I think he's straight because he got the backing of Oprah. And that's a big deal. You've seen that. Yeah. He's all up on the own shit. And he's yeah. best friends with her, so. Oh my god! When you got somebody like that with money, you can you can open the oh, a lot of doors open up for you. A lot of doors open up, and he's opening a lot of doors for yeah. us. So man, keep on doing what you're doing, writing. If it's shooting small, I'm making small films, short films, stuff like that. You got an outlet. I'm sure it's gonna be like uh pretty soon because uh one more thing they said is that he's gonna build like a compound like on the outside of the uh studio and shit like for this place women, uh-huh. kids, and stuff like that. So it's not just one of those things we just only in it for the money like he's still helping people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the coolest shit in the world because a lot of people get to that level and they it's kind of like they forget where they came from and they don't want to help anybody and shit like that. So when you see shit like that, it kind of makes you... Right. You know what I mean? It kind of makes you go, okay, it's still good people out here. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, Bianca, I saw you just like our stats, so have, oh, have fun on that topless beach. <laughs> don't hurt nobody because... <laughs> Don't hurt nobody with them things, girl. <laughs> Have fun. We'll talk to y'all. She'll be back. We're going to ask her all about that trip. Let's right. See if she got a tan. We're going to see. You know, we she gonna got see black? Yeah. Hey, I, I ain't say nothing. <laughs> we out. Yeah.